Hello there, friends, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Death PDX podcast. Today, it's an honor to have Lamar Batista on the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Lamar. Hey, Brian. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, so, Lamar, you know, tell us a little about yourself and give us a little small summary of your playing <clears throat> career. All right. Well, uh, Lamar Batista, um, I'm a overall defender, center back, left back. Um, yeah, I've been playing pro for, I've played three seasons. This would be my fourth, but during this weird time that's on hold right now. Uh, played in Portland for two years, LA for a year, and now I'm with the uh, FC Dallas organization with North Texas. Right on, uh, Lamar. So now let's jump into your soccer journey. And first and foremost, I want to ask, uh, firstly, who inspired you to touch first soccer ball? And at what age did you start playing? Um, <clears throat> so I start. well, when I was younger, I played all sports, really. Soccer is just kind of the one that I was better at. Yeah. It wasn't until I think middle school, I got my first uh, soccer jersey it was a Thierry Henry Barcelona jersey. And uh, <laughs> nice. ever since then, that's when I started uh, picking it up. I think I got serious with it in uh, eighth grade. Yeah. So that's when it uh, started for me. Right on. Uh, so tell us where it began and what obstacles you faced and struggles you kind of faced, you know, through your career. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> for me, I uh, grew up in Oklahoma. Uh, was born in Texas, but grew up in Oklahoma. And uh, soccer in Oklahoma is not as big as it is in other sports. Yeah. And so for me to get exposure, I did um, ODP. Yeah. And with ODP, I made the region team. And then that's what kind of got me seen by colleges. And then in 2016, I went to the University of Santa Barbara, uh, played a season there. And right after the season, I was able to leave and had a wonderful opportunity with the Portland Timbers. Um, yeah. So I signed a two-year deal there and played with the USL side and did Open Cup with the first team my rookie season. And there then, yeah. Um, no, so so from Portland, uh, you know, where, what happened? Uh, and, and, and then where do you go from there? Yeah, so Portland, I was with the USL team for two years and uh, learned a lot in my time there. Um, after my second year, I decided to leave and <clears throat> went on trial with LAFC. Uh, this past year and made the team. So I spent a year with there uh, with them and yeah. uh, went on loan a couple times, went to Phoenix, was back and forth with Phoenix and LA. Then after Phoenix, back to LA for a little bit. And after that, I finished out um, my season with Tucson um, for, I think, four months. And then I went back to LA after that to finish off the season. All right on. So, Lamar, let's, uh, I want to bring it back a little to, you know, um, UC Santa Barbara, you know, um, uh, how was it, you know, um, playing career-wise, you know, you trying to chase that dream, uh, you know, what obstacles you, you face as a college player? I mean, it was, um, it wasn't easy, I will say. I started off the season not starting. Um, I was a pretty, uh, I was highly recruited by them, so they wanted to get me on the field, but I, uh, just first few games were kind of tough for me going from playing Oklahoma soccer all my life and doing ODP a few times a year to college soccer where I'm playing with the guys who have done academy and have been playing year round all the time. And so my first few games only played about 45, 30 minutes as yeah. a center back. Then after that, they started moving me around. I played left mid a few games uh, off the bench. And then finally, uh, uh, my coach sat down, had a meeting with me and asked me where I felt more, comfor uh, more comfortable. 
And so I told him uh, I would yeah. like to try to play in the midfield. And so he said, sure, and gave me a shot and played me as a six. And after that, that's when I started uh, going up. So, No, that's great. You know, so from there, you know, how did you feel? Or, you know, the Portland contact you, did you go to like any sort of combine or, or how was that? Yeah, no, uh, Portland contacted me. I um, <clears throat> I had some buddies playing for the team, actually, and uh, Portland reached out to me. So <clears throat> I had a meeting with my dad and made sure everything was right and a good environment for me. And we thought it was the right decision for me to leave after my freshman season. No, right on. So, you know, going into <laughs> Portland, tell us a little bit about your first and second year, you know, and uh, first team experience. How was that and how's the level of play? No, I mean, it was awesome. There's such a... <clears throat> big difference from uh or a gap from the level of play from college to usl usl to mls but for me yeah <clears throat> going in straight from college I, w- I actually went to preseason with the first team uh surprisingly did very well there came back and then continued preseason with uh my team my rookie season and uh we had a tough year honestly we were the youngest team in the league um, yep. A bunch of new guys, so our chemistry was off. Um, we weren't a bad team. We just unlucky at times, but yeah. just a lot of our uh, first seasons uh, as young pros. And um, But even then, I still learned a lot and had a great time and a great experience. I trained with the first team pretty often, um, a, couple t- a few times throughout the week, so that was always nice. But even there, going from my team to the first team, just – those guys have been doing what they're doing for a longer time. And so everything they do is routine um, <clears throat> from their warm up and where they prep. Um, just every little detail really matters when you're at the top level of where. No, absolutely. Going. I agree. You know, going into your second year, you know, especially right now, those USL players right now, uh, you know, or, or player going into the league. What, um, you know, how did you overcome, you know, uh, OK, you know, I, I, I'm in this team. Uh, you know, eventually we're not having the best season, but I'm going to stand out and, and going into the second year. How was your mentality like? I mean, going into the second year was um, <clears throat> definitely we had a chip on our shoulder. Um, being finishing the year before in last place, um, a lot of teams just well, were going to overlook us uh, in my second in my second year. So I knew that every team we played thought it was going to be an easy game. <clears throat> And so, I mean, that just motivated the group of guys we had. We had a new group of guys that were all committed and wanting to work hard and ended up doing very well for ourselves and had a great year under Andrew Greger and Cameron Knowles, <clears throat> Aiden Brown. And, um, no, yeah, it was good. We uh, made playoffs for the first time in team history, so that was good. And a lot of big performances on the road and at home, so. No, absolutely. Um, so, you know, from there, from Portland, you know, eventually you had to uh, – keep moving forward uh you know lafc new team powerhouse how was that experience you know you playing out there for them Uh, yeah no that was um honestly amazing um yeah i mean i don't regret anything i cherish every moment that i had out there and uh wouldn't trade it for anything um yeah so i went into preseason with them and worked hard and was able to get a contract and uh got on the team um It uh, it was tough uh, being on the best team in the league. It's um, when you're doing that well so early on, consistently throughout the year. It's tough to make change to the season. Being one of the younger guys, my first year in the league in the MLS, uh, I never saw the field. So I did go on loan, which helped a lot. 
and my coaches saw improvements when I would come back from my loan and stuff and my playing style and all that. So, I mean, it, it helped a lot, but it was tough. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, what was the tough part about it, you know, for you? Toughest part was uh, just uh, playing consistently uh, throughout the whole season, throughout the nine months. Yeah. It's uh, easy to have a couple good weeks uh, in preseason and stuff, but can you do that throughout the course of a year? So I think that's been the toughest part for me in my journey is just finding the consistency of when I have off days that they're not, you know, terrible or when I have good days, it's not um that, that there's a balance between my off days and my good days that I just remain consistent no absolutely no thank you for sharing you know from there LAFC you know you went into Phoenix uh how was the USL you know uh, how was that team uh like you know Dre Dragba uh, which is part owner yeah no I mean Phoenix was a great experience uh again I was very happy to be a part of that for a little bit um <clears throat> played those group of guys I mean they were the top team in the league last year or the year before that, they beat us uh, first round of the playoffs pretty bad. So I was uh, – it was weird at first, but, I mean, they uh, welcomed me with uh, open arms, and it felt good to get a couple games in with them. No, absolutely. You know, as, as a soccer player, you're always bouncing, right? You never know what's next. Uh, yeah. So from there, you went to FC Tucson, right? Yeah, back to uh, LA FC for a little Tucson. bit, and then Tucson. Yep, just for a little, and then you finish your uh, career with uh, LAFC, and then now you're at Texas. So how was that? you know, from going from FC Tucson and then uh, back to L.A.? Um, I mean, it was good. I lacked um, experience as a young player. The most important thing is to get games in no matter what. And so, yeah. luckily, Tucson um, and L.A. had a um, nice little partnership to where I could come down and get games in as long as, you know, I worked hard and deserved to play. And so I went there with an open mind, and uh, they were very welcoming as well. And so I fit in right away. I had a, some buddies on that team also, so it felt really comfortable. No, that's good. You know, now going into North Texas, uh, you know, what are your little goals that you have coming into that season and how you feel? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I feel great. I'm very excited. Uh, as you know, North Texas, defending champs of the league. Um, when I was with Tucson, it was my favorite game to be a part of. Uh, yeah. They were a team that – they are a younger team. I played great football, um, yep. worked hard and did all the little things right. A very disciplined group. And um, knowing that translates from their first team to their second team is just a fun thing to watch and to be a part of. And so when I um, found out I had an opportunity at North Texas to potentially move up to their first team, I you know, accepted it without hesitation. So I think this is a place where to help me develop um, the little areas I need to improve on to break through in the MLS. So I'm very excited about this uh, opportunity and can't wait for the season to kick off. No, absolutely. So now, uh, Lamar, you know, I want to go back in, uh, you know, your college days and kind of give our young audience, uh, our college players, you know, some advice, you know. So what advice would you give our players, you know, um, you know, like what you said, when you went to UC Santa Barbara, uh you were not a starter. Uh, you came off the bench. Mm -hmm. And sure. how can we give them advice in that end? Yeah, um, for me, it was uh, just my drive. Um, no matter what, I knew when I was a little kid, when I first started playing soccer, I always told myself, you know, when I'm older, or I want to be a professional soccer player. And I just never let uh, – I would never let anyone tell me uh, otherwise. Um, 
And so when I went to Santa Barbara, my first few games, yeah, I didn't start and it was tough for me, but I never once yeah. thought, oh gosh, I'm not even starting in college. I'm never going to make it. I just thought, okay, you know, I got to work harder. I got to do something. So I think a big uh, key for me was being able to play multiple positions kind of helped me out. And so, um, yeah, so I would advise uh, younger guys, just no matter what, keep pushing um, and believe that everything happens for a reason. So, Correct. And then now, you know, going into Portland, um, you know, uh, advice, what what can we give our young audience, you know, our USL players, you know, that are trying to make it to the first team that, you know, you said you had minutes in the U.S. Open Cup, you know, um, how did it le- led up to that? Um, could you repeat the question again? Sorry. So the question was like, how, what advice can we give like our USL players, you know, that are trying to make it towards that first mm-hmm. contract? Um, and what mentality do you have going every single day into training? Yeah. Um, first of all, I'd say enjoy the process and uh, learn from your vets on the team. Um, really pay attention to the little things they do before games, after games, even days before games, how they're preparing throughout the week uh, for the big matches and stuff. I think that's important. Um, their preparation and how um, mentally dialed in they are. Um, <clears throat> uh, the next part of the question was, sorry. No, no, uh, making it into the first team, uh, you know, so, you know, your your mentality is, okay, you know, first, first team mentality, that's where you want to oh, be yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, So I guess your men- mentality when you get there or, I mean, to get there is just killer mentality. Um, Obviously, you have buddies on the team and whatnot, but when you're training and when you're in games, no one's your friend. I think that's a uh, that's a big key that I learned um, from my rookie year to my second year. That even though I have my best friends on the team and stuff in practice, it's you know you're you're fighting, you're fighting for your job. You're, you you want to compete. You don't want anyone to beat you. Your buddy, your you know it doesn't matter who they are, but <clears throat> don't be buddy buddy. Uh, save that for after the match or training session i'd say absolutely no i agree too um you know so from there you know going to la you know a big team a lot more eyes on you more tip on your shoulder um you know how was the experience and how was it you know playing with all those you know all-stars yeah i mean it's i mean it's awesome being able to play in the usl for two years and then work super hard so you can get an opportunity to get a first team contract and then getting the first team contract. And not only that, but being on the best team in the league with, you know, your Velas, your Rossi's, your Diamandes, your Mohammeds, you know, Atuesta, Segura, Zimmerman, all of them. You just learn a lot. Um, It's an awesome experience. Uh, Just being in that environment under those veteran players, learning every day from them was, you know, my, my favorite thing about it. No, absolutely. If you could kind of give us advice, you know, who was your uh, favorite dude in LAFC and what advice did you take from him? Um, you know, honestly, I was, you know, I liked all the guys. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but, I mean, I spent a lot of time with uh, talking to Walker Zimmerman, actually, and just trying to figure out, I mean, because he's, you know, arguably one of the best defenders, if not the in the MLS. Um he does it day in and day out on the national team for a reason. And just, you know, I tried to just stay kind of close to him, listen to tips and get as much advice as possible from him. So I think highly of him as a player and a person and would love to, um, you know, potentially play with him at some point on the national team. So.
No, absolutely. Um, so, you know, from there, you know, um, going into Phoenix, you know, eventually mentality wise, you know, uh, you're dropping again, you know, how do you pull yourself together at the end of the day, you know, going into Phoenix, going into Tucson, you know, mentality wise, you know, I, I know as an athlete, that's, that makes an impact you yeah. know, going to first team going down. So how did you manage to get to that, through that process? I mean, honestly, it's, um, as a young pro, it's just a part of the process. And even from talking to guys like Walker, he would see me upset in training and would just tell me, you know, like, it could be worse. I mean, this is a good thing. When he was younger, he had PDL and stuff. So he wasn't even in at like, at my age, he wasn't even playing with an LAFC yet. And so just hearing from older guys to no matter what, just it all happens for a reason. Um, trust the process. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing embarrassing about it. Just, you know, work hard and eventually uh, your time will come. And when your time comes, you have to be ready. Absolutely. I agree with that, you know, um, so now I want to kind of ask like, you know, little, uh, I believe mental health it plays a factor in all professional yeah. players, you know, uh, for you, you know, how do you deal with your stress, anxiety, or, you know, any sorts of mental health issues? You know, I, I don't believe it gets brought yeah. up a lot. So I, how, how can we educate our, our younger guys, college athletes, USO guys? <clears throat> I mean, for me, it was always a big ego thing. And I think once I finally realized, you know, um, that everything happens for a reason, it kind of, I kind of came to ease with everything going on. Um, I mean, I went from MLS to uh, League One. And so that's, you know, MLS, USL champion, League One, all in one year um, with LAFC to finish yeah. Tucson. And I mean, a lot of players that, you know, they'll let that get to them and eat at them. But for me, I just, you know, sucked it up and took it as an opportunity to get better. So I went in with Tucson and uh, worked uh, extremely hard, uh, just knowing that I was going to go back to L.A. And when I did go back to show them that I've improved and I've gotten better. So. Oh, that's good. You know, so. Going into the game, Lamar, take us into the little life of Lamar. You know, what do you do a day before and then going into the yeah. game? How do you unwind your mind or mentally get yourself ready for the yeah. game? Yeah, uh, day before is I, I like to uh, – I really like to relax. I don't like to do too much. So I like uh, – the sessions always before a game are always very fun with no matter what team you're with. I always enjoy those days. Then after that, I just kind of like to relax, um, go to bed early yeah. the day before day of <clears throat> wake up around 8 30 to 9 make a nice breakfast relax maybe a game or something with some of my buddies just kind of clear my mind and then uh i used to take a lot of naps but i found out that wasn't the key for me um and so now after um yeah. i game for a little bit i'll eat lunch then after that i like to uh relax so yeah. uh, 10 minutes maybe rest my eyes not falling asleep but just kind of get loose and start mid start with the game. No, that's that's good. that's a good way to unwind. You know, what's what's like uh an artist you kind of listen to or some artists that you kind of, you know, get your mind going into the game on game day, you know, ready. Do you listen to like upbeat music, middle or slow? Um, honestly, I'd say kind of slow music, R&B. I'm a big R&B guy, so I like kind of the the smooth voices and all that so oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> but right there before the game That's maybe i'll turn it up a notch but 
Absolutely. No. So thank you for sharing. You know, that's a little mental health stuff. So now we're going to go and talk about rural news. You know, what's something that you've been keeping close tabs on or something that, you know, we could educate our audience that are listening to us today on, you know, uh, what's something you or an issue that you kind of been, like I said, uh, playing uh, close tabs on? Um, honestly, um, the coronavirus. Um Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people um, who aren't affected by it are kind of just, you know, um, it's a big deal when they're canceling sporting events and schools and, you know, grocery stores are, you know, you have to wait in the line to get in this and that. But for everyone out there, I just want to make sure that we are, that we're not ignoring this and following the right protocols um, to avoid uh, catching this because it is serious and you never know um, how you get it, but you know, it's tough. I know a lot of people are saying it's tough for older people or babies or this and that, but the reality is it's tough for everyone. Um, no matter if you're an athlete or not. So it's It's affecting everybody, you know, so you guys at home, you know, keep following the procedures, keep washing your hands, keep, you know, you're six feet away, uh, gloves, you know, stay at home, you know, that way, you know, we could get back together. We are able to enjoy sports again and, and all that so you guys listening just kind of you know do what you got to do but end of the day uh, take care of yourself that way you also take care of others by taking care of yourself so um so now lamar we're going to jump into the conspiracy theories is there any conspiracy theories you follow um honestly i just got into this with my girlfriend a few minutes ago uh saying that i believe in ghosts before i believe in aliens and she laughed at me and said i was crazy but <laughs> I don't know. Um, to be honest, I haven't read too much uh, on aliens to kind of, or whatever she was telling me just made no sense to me. But uh, <laughs> no, uh, I I believe in ghosts. Uh, I actually have a ghost in my apartment. He uh, likes to open. Yeah, oh, really. Likes to open my restroom door um, after I leave quite often. So, but he's friendly. I'm friendly. So, no bad blood between us two. No, absolutely. So, what what's like a. Something that you kind of noticed the first time you you noticed you have a ghost in your apartment. Um. Well, I went to the restroom and left. Um. My closet's actually behind my restroom, so I went there, left, kind of pushed the door shut behind me, popped right back open, and so and it's been happening uh almost every time I leave. And he's like I said, very friendly. He's always out and about. So throughout the day, it's good yeah. guy. There you go. That's not bad. So. You know, I'm pretty sure a believer of God. Um, what's how how has God made an impact in your life? Um, I mean, or your plan? Yeah, no. Um, again, just with me uh, believing that everything happens for a reason, and just to trust Him, and you know, just be true to who I am. Uh, I think that's my biggest thing. Just no matter what, even if it does seem weird or it's a tragedy or this or that. It all happens for a reason, and it'll work its way out. And so I use myself as an example. No, that's 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 a great mentality. And like I said, you know, that's our uh, conspiracies that we wanted to kind of chat about. So now, Lamar, hopefully you're ready. (laughs) It's uh, a fun time. I already sent you the lyrics, the song, and today's song is uh, Chris Brown featuring T Pain, the best love song because you're an R and B guy. so hopefully you guys at home are ready. So it's karaoke time and the rules are we have to sing this song for 45 to one minute consistently. The person that stops loses 
And the winner, eventually, if you come back here to Portland or if I am in Texas, I'll, I'll have to buy us some, some lunch or, or a coffee or an, I, or an IOU. So, Lamar, hopefully you're ready to sing. If there's some producers out there, please, you know, sign us into your label. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. I'm ready. Lamar? All right. Let's do this. All right. It's loading. Here we go. Um. Oh man. Snappy boy. Hey. Hey. Pretty boy. Oh, oh. Hey. Hey. Snappy boy. Snappy boy. Hey. Hey. Pretty boy. Turn, uh, turn up the best. Turn up the treble. Turn up the rebel. I'm about to take it I'm to a whole, whole another level. level. DJ, DJ, turn, turn up, up what you're playing. What you're playing. I want the whole club to hear what I'm saying. Because this girl because means girl so much means to me. So much and that's how the floor she's touched me. me. If I want to take her home, that's better than what they do on the radio. You got me. It's got to be the best. Love song I ever heard in her life. I feel how I feel. I got it turned. That's love song. The best song I ever heard in my life. Don't need no going to ride it. I just gotta figure her smiling. And then you go away. Go ahead. You're and smoking me right head. now. Now you gotta be the stadium in love, like. Eh, 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 Yo, you're killing me. Eh, Hey, hey, I think I won. Hey, I hey, think you, hey, I think hey. it's safe to say you won Woo. that one. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. That is the song of the day. Um, I, I don't know if uh, your girl's there, uh, who, who's today's winner, or we could have an audience. I think the audience is going to have to do that when she's working on homework. Alrighty, so today is you guys's. You guys are the judges of the day. Feel free to see who won, Lamar or me. Uh, feel free to send us who's today's winner when this podcast airs. Uh, so Lamar, good job. I, that was beautiful. Singing. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, I'm, I'm a better shower <laughs> singer, I will say. Oh man, oh yeah, that's the best in the shower, <laughs> my guy. There you go. So now, Lamar, uh, we're going to the spot. Yeah. You know, the spot is kind of like about supporting local business. Tell us a little bit of, you know, your favorite. Okay, so in Portland, uh, one of my good friends put me on to a place called Pine State Biscuits. There's two locations. One's kind of on the east side. Um, Found that place my second year, kind of towards the end. Pretty upset about that, but pretty good biscuits and gravy, I will say. (laughs) Like a chicken sandwich with gravy all over it. Really good. Oh, man, I need to go test it out. So how about North Texas? You know, if there's an opposing team that comes, you know, to you guys or there's some audience that are in North Texas, what's the, what's the spot? What's the local spot? Um, I will say <laughs> um, <clears throat> near me, there's a fried chicken place um, called Babe's Chicken that I actually had a buddy recommend to me. It's walking distance from my place, a couple minutes. So I walked over there the other day and tried it and it was uh, <clears throat> pretty good. Um, there's also a snow cone shack right behind my apartment called, I think, I think it's called the snow cone oh, lady yeah. and it is the best <laughs> snow cone you will have. So I highly recommend that place. Awesome. Uh, so th- that's, that's the spot of the day guys. If you're in Portland. I need to go check yeah. that out myself. And if I'm down there, I'm f- absolutely going to go give that a try. Um, so now, Lamar, we're almost about to finish. So before we finish, we want to get to know you a little bit more. You know, besides football, 
what is other sports you follow and what teams do you follow and who do you admire in those teams? Um, so besides uh, football, I'm a big basketball fan. <clears throat> okay. Um, I follow several teams, actually. Um, I'm an OKC fan, for sure. Um, yep. So with that being said, uh, one of my favorite athletes is Russell Westbrook. I know now he plays for the Houston Rockets, but I'm a huge Westbrook fan. Also a Paul yeah. George fan. And currently, I really like um, Chris Paul a bunch and uh, Shea Gary Alexander. Oh, yeah. Very, very good uh, ball, ball players, yeah. absolutely. Um, so besides basketball, do you follow, like, football? And, 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 um, uh, I'd sports? say uh, college football, if anything. Um, being from Oklahoma, my parents are big uh, OU fans, Oklahoma University fans, so okay. I catch a lot of games in the offseason when I go back home. Awesome. You know, so besides sports, what do you like? What's what's the life in Lamar besides, you know, sports? Uh, what are you into? What do you enjoy doing? Um, I actually enjoy fishing quite a bit. Um, and the weather in Dallas right now is getting very nice. I left my poles all back home, but I just went to Walmart today and saw some poles and going to have to make a purchase here pretty soon. Renew my license and get back out <laughs> there, there on the water. So. Absolutely. Is there like any books you're enjoying? You enjoy reading? Or... Um, not too big on reading, but currently I'm going over this book with my family called uh, "The Seven Habits of Highly um, Effective People," and so I recommend that book to everyone. It's a very good book. Uh, I'm not finished with it yet, but awesome. I'm working on it currently. Awesome. Um, so a little bit about you, you know, we know you, you know, a little bit of Spanish, yeah. you know, uh, uh, what, 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 what is, uh, what is something you want to share in Spanish with us? You know, <laughs> it, it, I think it's amazing. I think your Spanish is a lot better than Um, so this is a, a segment where, you know, we talk Spanish and, uh, and yeah, uh, what's something you want to talk about oh, in Spanish? For 30, 30 seconds, seconds. man. Si, ¿qué quieres hablar en español? Uh, un shout out, ¿quieres decir algo a una persona? Uh, sí, a una persona. Um, a mi mamá, porque ella no entiende uh, español, so es bueno para mí. Um, <laughs> oh, perfecto. <laughs> uh, que, or a mi, a mi familia, que lo quieren mucho y gracias por todo ellos hizo para mí. Y que nos vemos pronto cuando todo este coronavirus termina. Oh, perfecto. Boom. There you go. You see? So, guys, as you can see, if you're a professional athlete, I believe you should learn yes. languages. So, Lamar, thank yep. you for sharing. And uh, thank you for uh, we're coming to a closer conclusion right now. And I just want to say thank you for taking your time of day uh, for being part of the podcast. And... Um, Thank you for sharing your journey and your story and giving our younger players advice. And is there anything else you want to say uh, before? Uh, we're, yeah, we're I just wanted to again, thank you for having me on here. And uh, to uh, the people that are listening, uh, thank you for giving me your time and uh, letting me uh, share my story with you guys. And I hope that if you got one thing from it, it was to, um, Never uh, give up and always uh, keep going and believe that everything happens for a reason. Absolutely. Lamar, so is there like any sorts of IG page that our audience yeah, can follow um, My first and last name, Lamar Batista, and uh, 15 at the end. So Lamar Batista, 15. 
All righty, guys. You guys heard it. That's Lamar. This is his journey. We reach out to him. Just show him love. This is all, all about love and inspiring you guys. And a little about the next episode. Um, I'm going to have another professional player that's going to come out into the shirt's journey. And stay tuned, guys. And until we meet again, Lamar, once again, thank you for taking your time. And stay awesome. tuned, guys. Appreciate it, Brian. Cheers. Absolutely.